we're recording. Oh, wow. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> well, this is exciting. It's good to it's good to be back after a week of no podcasting. I'm not used to taking a week off. Nah, it's hard um, to find the rhythm because, frankly, it's it's that metronomic quality that keeps me moving. You know, it's see a movie, talk about a movie. Sometimes we write down notes, we exchange emails. But last week, we didn't do it. Do you know why? Um, I mean, it was just scheduling, right? Uh, yeah, we'll call it scheduling. Okay. I'm not going to explain it. They have no reason to. Yeah, have, we have we have lives, our personal lives. We don't personal need to lives share for some, for some of us every aspect of what's going on no. on the show. It's probably not even safe, really. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't tell people our addresses. I, I'm glad that we've never even shared our names. Yeah, I, I, I intend to continue to not share your name. That's the that's the my safest course of action. My name's in the title of the show. Oh, I haven't actually looked at the title of the show in a while i just doing it every week it just gets so like normal you know do you say it like the way you normally say it or do Mm -hmm. you say it a different way uh madeline and her attorney watch movies okay so i guess i mean i've never heard you say it that way before what how did i say it in the past i don't know with more verve verve yeah more you know more zhuzh more zhuzh that's, yeah, it's closer to that. A bit more sauce. Yeah, it's sexier. <laughs> it's hard to not make it sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate your restraint. I mean, you know, um, since we did take a week off, do you want to talk about, you know, some of your favorites of of the year that we've done so far, the shows that maybe listeners well, I think missed? a crowning achievement for the last, I mean, I, let's see, the years? Since the beginning, the three part, uh, the three episode series we did on RoboCop was good. Yeah. Um, not the Verhoeven series. The, no, the remake. The one with the guy from Suicide Squad. Yeah, the one with the guy. <laughs> yeah. I thought two might have been enough, but no. And, but I did like the Verhoeven um, like episode we did where we just spent five minutes on each of his movies, mm-hmm. and RoboCop included. That's right. Yeah. Verhoeven, a little bit over overappreciated in my opinion. By me? Yeah, no. <laughs> by people in by, general? By the public. Yeah, he's, no, my, but, he's my favorite. Yeah, no, Verhoeven's great. He's yeah. almost, I, I like Verhoeven almost as much as I like Gore Verbinski. And that's not a joke. Uh, maybe it is. I like Gore Verbinski very much. I've, you've heard me say it. Mm-hmm. I consider myself Gore Verbinski's number one fan. Yeah, you say it every week. I say it every week. So, <laughs> so fans of the show probably don't need me to keep saying it. Yeah. But it's the only way I know to make a point. Mm-hmm. Keep saying it week after week. Yeah. Gore Verbinski, super fan number one. <laughs> I might be the only person in North America that bought The Lone Ranger on Blu-ray. I, I doubt that. I have not opened it, but I do intend to watch it. Have you not seen it? I've seen it. Oh, okay. It was on HBO a lot, so I just yeah. didn't need to put the Blu-ray in. Yeah. But in case it ever is not available, and you know, in light of Arnie Hammer going cannibal. Being a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, both those guys got snake bit, didn't they? Oh, yeah. No one in that movie is cool anymore. I don't know about that. Helena Bonham Carter's in that movie. I don't know who else is in that movie. Uh, 
I should know. Yeah. As the As number one the super number fan. One <laughs> fan on, on Earth. Well, North America. In he North probably America. has fans elsewhere. I don't know where he's from. I get the impression not from the United States. The name Gore Verbinski makes me think he's it's from... It's very British sounding. Yeah, or, or Dutch. I don't know. He yeah. could be any place. Yeah. He's probably from Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have gone out on that limb as his number one fan. Mm-hmm. We both watched Lethal Weapon recently. We did. We're not going to talk about that today, though. No. No. I refuse to speak about it any further. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. This is really what, weird of you, man. Did you like it? I'm not going to say. Don't talk about it. <laughs> Let's see. What else have we both watched recently? I feel like there must be something. Um, Lethal Weapon 2? No, we didn't. I, I we didn't do 2. We watched Die Hard 2 instead. Die Hard 2 is yeah. not a continuation of Lethal Weapon. No, it's not. It's not very good. It's not good. We don't. But we're not here. To, we're not here to talk about that. I like in Die Hard Two. It becomes really clear that um, John McClane is really just a sociopath, the psychopath. He's just murdering people. Die Hard Two is as insane a movie as any that exists. It's one of the. It's one of the like most brutally indifferent like psychopathic movies of the eighties or maybe early nineties. I forget when it came out. But mm-hmm. there's there's a class of movie like that. Actually, Verhoeven's Total Recall is sort of like that. Where a, a regular guy, although played by Schwarzenegger, just mows people down at a supermarket in a shopping mall at the on the bus. Like there's a, a period where it felt like every uh, action movie just had a, a, a you know an unlimited body count mm-hmm. upper level. And, and Die Hard Two is crazy. Yeah, Die Hard Three is pretty much the same, although they tone that down a little. But there's a scene in Die Hard Three where John McClane approaches a a parked dump truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, without saying a word, he, he approaches it from behind on the driver's side, and he points a machine gun at the driver's side door and just unloads. Oh! And then opens the door and pulls a body out, and it was a bad guy. Oh! So he got lucky. He really lucked out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing that he cracked the case and didn't just murder a sanitation <laughs> professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's rough. It's rough. I've never seen the third one oh, or the fair. fourth one. It's, uh, um, well. After three, they really turn into uh, yeah. They, they lose the, the thread a lot. Even two is is hard to um, tie to number one. Mm-hmm. Most movies don't need sequels. Yeah, and I know we have a rule about never talking about bad news, but uh, I mean Bruce Willis won't be in another Die Hard. No. Yeah. No, I know it's that actually is very sad to me. Mm-hmm. So let's not talk about. Let's that. move on. Yeah. Actually. Really, because I feel like for years now he's been he's been accruing a bad reputation. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will talk about it for one second. Go for it. Because he's really been accruing a bad reputation, and people have been taking shots at him for at least three years. And uh, knowing that he's hit the level of of uh, I think it's aphasia that he can't remember lines, he can't you know like it. It's just a real disappointment. Although I, he's, I guess he's making two million for two days' work, so mm-hmm. I, you know. It's probably it was probably in his ultimate interest to be doing it, but yeah. it does feel mean in a way that we've been laughing at him. You know, working with a, an earpiece. Not yeah, we, not we. No, you and I have not laughed. We at don't him. laugh at people. No, unless they really deserve it. Yeah, well, those people deserve it. Yeah, they probably wanted it. Yeah, they <laughs> they they're clowns. They were asking for it. They're professional clowns, <laughs> full makeup. You're talking now about Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, in that movie, in the Joker. I laughed so hard at that movie. I didn't. I love a clown. I can't help but laugh. I didn't like that movie. I like when they dance. Yeah, 
I liked when the clown killed the other clown. <laughs> that part was See? pretty good. Funny. <laughs> I did like it when he danced on the stairs to the the um yeah to the, the sports ga- song the Gary Glitter song. Who's yeah. like a uh, a pedophile? That means nothing to me. Oh, the word pedophile? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What's that? Is that a bicycle? Could reference? you describe that to me? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. I've said this for a long time, so friends of mine in real life will be unsurprised by this by this comment but if i were to have a second life or, or even just retire you'd be a pedophile <laughs> i would i i you set that up yeah i would um well uh, let me get there i would open up a bicycle shop and i would call the shop pedal file oh pedophiles yeah and maybe if that doesn't work out although i can't see why it wouldn't i would open up a flower shop and call it pedal files <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't go well. Uh, maybe for you. maybe a place for pedophiles or a place for pedophiles. <laughs> okay. I think that would be, people would get that a little better. Yeah. Yeah. No one would like that. I don't know. Yeah. Some bicyclists would. Okay. People that love pedals. <laughs> what do you, I, I think you're missing the point. I'm not sure you understand. It's no, for people that no, love. I, I get it. Pedals <laughs> like flower petals. <laughs> yeah, I know you're small-minded. I wish you luck. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to be asking you for money. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's good. All right. So the movie we've both seen yeah. the most recently, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. At this point. No, I've seen like three movies since then. But I don't think I've seen those. Okay. Yeah, I that's I think the true. movie that the two of us have both seen mm-hmm. and are able to converse about is... Uh, it's Morbius. It's Morbius. It's Morbius. It's Morbius. Yeah. I mean, do you want to hear about the three movies I watched since then? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I saw X. Oh, how was that? I want to see it. I liked it. Um, Is there enough pornography? Yeah. And it's like weirdly tasteful and it's like... Sexy? Like, I kind of want to call it feminist leaning, honestly. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's cool in that sense. I almost wish it didn't become a horror movie. Well, I feel that way about most of the porn that I watch. Yeah. <laughs> so that it would have just been a movie about a porn crew making a porn movie and like talking about sexuality and then an old couple. And that's the whole movie. Well, you can make that movie. Yeah. But, you know, it won't be the same because Mia Goth won't be in it. Call her. She's really good. I don't know her. Is she in a? Has, has she made another movie that's been in wider? You would release? recognize her because she's got a very distinct look. Why? Um, she's like she's really good looking and has no eyebrows. Really curled over. What? <laughs> what? You know. Well, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mia Goth. Mia Goth. <laughs> It's got a cool name. Yeah, but uh, I liked X. I liked it a lot. All right, I'll, I'll look for that if it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably will not see it in theaters, I guess. Which yeah, is, no, probably not. It's probably too late, frankly. Yeah, and then I watched the movie that I worked on last October. It's called Mean Spirited. This is another porno? porno? No, this one's found footage horror. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. Okay, this is up in... This is in the Poconos. The Poconos. Yeah, so I'm hoping that'll be premiering at a film festival in the next... In the coming months. Then playing lots of film festivals. What's the premise? The what's premise. The ti- what's is the title again? Mean spirited. Mean. Are there ghosts? Uh, no. There's vloggers. 
so it's a vlogger. It's not a play on words. No, there's no there's no spirits involved. No, they just called it that. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you made it. It's it's a prank YouTube channel. Okay. He does pranks and they're mean. Okay, and this is a found I mean, footage guess, movie. There's some paranormal is there stuff. A, so. Is there a, is it scary? Because uh, when I think of it's found footage, moments. I would think that it has to be. Like a horror, right? It's a horror movie. It's a horror comedy. Wouldn't it be funny if there was a found footage movie that was just like a coming of age story? Oh, there's a bunch. Wow. How about Project X? I don't know that. I mean, that sounds like the first movie you talked about. Exactly. Except it's about children. Well. Yeah. This brings us back to the mm -hmm. bicycle shop. Yeah. You would like Project X. I bet. And it's a found footage. I mean, I did watch the one about superheroes. The kid, they find an asteroid and it makes them like telekinetic. Oh, Chronicle. Chronicle. That's yeah, a Chronicle's pretty not good. A horror movie. Yeah. Although it, it almost tiptoes into, it, it kind of. It's like sci-fi. Yeah, there's there, it, it has it yeah. has seasoning horror seasoning in it. I'd yeah, say. yeah. It, it gets scary. Yeah, Project X is just about a high school party. Yeah. Yeah, they like throw this giant high school. I party. saw the ads for that. I remember yeah. that. Now. How how long ago did that come out? A decade. About a ago? decade. I yeah, think it's like twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah, and that's all shot by kids who are at the party. Really? Mm-hmm. Cinema Verite? Yeah. So I mean, there was an actual party. It's based on a real party. So it's not real. It's it's a work of fiction. Yeah, it's found footage. Based on the... On the real thing that well, happened you know, in Australia, could, I, I believe. The more I think about this, the more I realize yeah. documentaries are kind of like found footage, except that there was an intent, an intent yeah. to film. But I, I mean... mean I guess everybody pointing a camera at something intends to film it. Yeah. Like generally when I think of found footage as somebody who, you know, I, I know I've been talking about it on the show all year since we just did the film festival two yeah. years, two years ago, two weeks ago. It does feel um, funny. I do a found footage horror film festival in San Francisco. What's it called again? Uh, the Unnamed Footage Festival. Damn, of course I do know that. Yeah. But I do like to make you say it. Yeah, for the listeners. For the listeners. For the first time listeners. For the festival. Yeah. It's uh, I like I like all of the listeners to have yeah. to hear it every let the, week. You know, let the, the new ones just like flail around. Yeah. We'll, uh, you know, Honda, mm -hmm. the car company? Yes. For a little while, their marketing campaign on, on television was uh, the car that sells itself. And so uh, the ads just showed a picture of the car. It's a Honda, the car that sells itself. And then they put their money where their mouth was and they stopped making ads for Honda. Yeah. Because it, it sold itself. Mm -hmm. And people stopped buying Hondas. Yeah. Because it doesn't sell itself. No. Nope. Which is why I make you say that name mm -hmm. two or three times a week. Because whether my we're film recording festival or not. is a car. <laughs> I want to drive it. <laughs> Take it out on the beach, do donuts. But yeah, so our definition, we we actually like we'll use the term in-world camera more than we'll use found footage at this point. In-world camera meaning that, It's dietetic or diegetic actually, right? Well, the camera being used to document the film or whatever is being used to kind of show you the image is an element of the narrative. So yeah, diegetic. The camera's diegetic. 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 Is it non or is it... Non-diagetic is when it's music not you can hear as a yeah. viewer that they can't... When it's music, and it's, I think, is more commonly can, referred to as music. Okay. Non-diagetic music is music that is you cued can for, dance the, to. for the viewer. Now, you're thinking of disco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Disco is music you can dance to. Non-diagetic movies. 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 Music. Movies. I hear it, but the character doesn't. That's non-diagetic. Okay. So, Di yeah, it's sort of like a diagetic camera. A diagetic camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is good. 
This is really good. I think people are going to love our podcast. I think I think we're going to get letters from the diegetics out there. Is that a a, a group? Yeah, di- they have diegetes. The, the diegetes. <laughs> diegetes. Yeah, no. I've seen a commercial for that. I mean, I get a, no. That sucked. Yeah. That sucked. That was bad. You want me to cut it? No, I no. Won't. I'm not warts, going this, to. The new name of this podcast for me is Warts and All. Warts I, and Al. Oh, but that does apply your warts. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to opt to not be warts. Okay. Yeah. Warts and Al. <laughs> I think it has a ring to it. I could call the, this episode that, though. No, this episode is called Morbius. Morbius. Mm-hmm. More. Emphasis on more. More. Morbius. Be, more, more Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. Mm-hmm. When I went to see X at the Alamo Draft House. In Lower Manhattan. Bragg. Well, it's a cool place. It's like three floors underground in a corporate mall off Wall Street. And the floors above it are just open cement, empty spaces. God, it's the sound, back rooms. This does sound like a cool place Yeah, to it's hang a out. movie theater under the back rooms. An underground movie theater. Yeah, basically. Three levels Very underground. Lovely. Yeah. It's under the earth? It's under the dirt. But it's in Manhattan. It's in Manhattan. So it's down there in the bedrock. Yeah. Interesting. Alamo Draft House. Alamo Draft House. I've never been there. Yeah, whatever. Um, they serve beer in the theater. I think a lot of places do that now, though. Is this related to Morbius? Yeah. So I went there, and you enter the movie theater on the top floor, mm-hmm. and then you have to walk down mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. one floor lower, so you're mm-hmm. on the fourth floor down, to get to the theater. Did your ears pop? No. Because you'd be like 80 feet down at that point. Yeah, but you're going slowly, so your body adjusts. Okay. Um, You don't get the bends. Yeah, you don't get the bends coming back up unless you take the elevator. Um, But as So it's two floors of stairs, and when you hit the middle, you know like stairs where you have to kind of turn and then go down the other way? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that that a good description of how stairs work? Absolutely. Um, Those spinny stairs. And in the middle... It's just eight Morbius posters. Oh, my God. And surrounded by Morbius. And I kept seeing him everywhere. I think it's the only movie poster they had in that theater. Yeah, you showed me a video of that, actually. Yeah. So I do now know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I wish I could find the article that triggered my infatuation with Morbius. Because there is a little tiny backstory. Not backstory. That mm-hmm. makes it sound too interesting. Um, I recall seeing the first teaser trailer for Morbius, and it and it was years ago. It is wow. It is possible that it was four four years ago. I mean, that makes sense. It's possible because I think the movie be was wrong. supposed to come out at the beginning of the pandemic. That 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 sounds reasonable. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can find this article. Um, I should have probably done this before we started recording. It's okay. I, I can not cut this no, out. No, don't cut it. I won't. It's very important. So Morbius is a character that I had some familiarity with. Right. Because when I was a boy, a uh-huh. boybius. When I was a boybius. I uh, I collected these cards, like trading cards, like baseball cards, but for comic book stuff. Yeah. And so I have a cursory knowledge, like a back of the card knowledge of hundreds of these characters. But I never once read a comic book, really. So I only know the sort of superficial, you know, personality, power level, and so on of the, of the various characters. So I knew Morbius was around. He, you know, he fought Blade, I think, and he fought Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't recall if Morbius preceded the first Venom movie 
or I don't know if Morbius was meant to come before Venom or after it. That's how far back it goes. And they've been tuning it up and adding to it this whole time. It was supposed to be after the first Venom, but before the second Venom? I'm not sure that's correct. Well, they shot it in 2019. All right, so... It was supposed to come out in the beginning of 2020, I believe. Or mid-2020. It was a summer 2020 movie. Yeah, you know, it's just going to be... Here, so who is Morbius? I saw this article on Polygon.com. Yeah. In uh, oh, the script was written in 2017. In, in January 2020. Okay. And the way they described him in this article is Morbius the Living Vampire, then, a, then parentheses, a.k.a. Nobel Prize winner Michael Morbius, Ph.D. and M.D. And, and I couldn't get beyond that. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I said, it's, it's, it's so many superlatives. He doesn't have to have any doctoral degrees, but, in, but not, you know, whatever. So I changed. I quickly changed my Twitter tag to Nobel Prize winner Dr. Michael Morbius, PhD, and MD. And, and I thought I would only have to live with that for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or a, a couple of months. Yeah. And then the movie would come out and all the air would get lit out of the balloon and I'd just be on to whatever it is I wanted to call myself. But they just kept holding the movie back while also putting out ads for it. So yeah. I, I was stuck in this weird mind space where Dr. Michael Morbius, Nobel Prize winning PhD and MD, was just something I was thinking about all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we, we started seeing movies after the uh, the pandemic let up for a bit. Mm-hmm. And we saw, I think we I think you and I saw the Spider-Man movie. We did. And um, yeah. They put a trailer for the Morbius movie in front of it. Yeah. And both of us said, that's me. Or, you know, you. I said, that's Alfred. Well, I, I don't know who Alfred is. I'm sorry. I said, that's you. Alfred from Batman? Yeah. It's me. Oh. Dr. Michael Morbius. <laughs> it's you, Dr. Dr. Michael Morbius. Dr. Michael Morbius, PhD and MD. <laughs> I didn't go to medical school for you. Just call me Mr. Morbius. <laughs> Anyway, I've been, I've been, I haven't even really wanted to see it, except that I've become desperate to see it. Yeah. And then the reviews, oh, then the reviews came out, uh, or you know, started to get published. And on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that the Morbius uh, certified reviews. It's seventeen percent. When I saw it, it was sixteen. So that means yeah. it's getting better. Yeah. But um, it was a crushing blow. Yeah. And for, and for some reason, it made me want to see it more. I don't know why. I think the audience score is like 66% on uh, mm-hmm. whatever the, whatever service polls audiences. Could I read a couple of these reviews? I don't Can you? Just, you know, the... Yeah, I can read. Um, just like a, a few words. <laughs> Please. A few words would be good right now. So here we go. This one says, so many choices. They're not terrible, but they're also not interesting. Boy, that is it, actually. Who said that? Uh, Richard Whitaker of the know. Austin Chronicle. I don't know them. All right, this one one says, like most April Fool's Day jokes, Morbius is not funny. (sighs) That's That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a comedy, but that it it was slated to come out on April Fool's Day did add to my own personal infatuation with it. I just, I was charmed by the whole idea. Anything else? Uh, Well, here's one from a fan. The trouble with the Morbius movie, now we've both seen it. Yeah, this one from a fan says... I don't enjoy disliking this. Oh. Yeah. That's just sad. Was it a child? Uh, probably. Because that is the experience of disliking something. He's a, yeah. You yeah. don't enjoy it. I don't like not liking things. But I guess you and I might have gone to see it in the mm-hmm. hopes 
that we could have a laugh at some of the bad choices or Jared is Leto or Leto? Uh, Jared Leto, I believe. But don't quote me on that. Say it however you want. Madeline. That's me. I'm going to quote you on that. Don't do it. It's going to be on the cover art. (laughs) It's just going to be Leto. (laughs) I think it's Leto. Did I say Leto or Leto? I don't recall. Jared Leto. Jared Leto? Leto. Leto. Jared Leto? Leto? Where's he from? Um... Probably Hollywood. Hollywood. Probably Hollywood. He's, He's from Mars, he actually. Works, he it took Hollywood. him 30 seconds to get there. Oh. Are you Googling it? Yeah. All right. Hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went to SVA. Yeah, he's bo- he was born in uh, Louisiana. Okay, so... But he studied in New York. What's his ethnic background? Uh, Should we make this part of the podcast? His ethnic background is hottest man. No. According to his this article. <laughs> well, that's subjective. So here's people also ask about Jared Leto. <laughs> um, how is he so rich? Why is he so famous? Does he have a baby? Well, I mean, to even ask the question, why is he so famous? Mm-hmm. You know his name. Yeah. That, that's all it takes. Does he have a baby? Does he? I don't. I don't know. I hope he doesn't. I just want to find the pronunciation of his name. Let's see. Pronunciation. It's pronounced Morbius. <laughs> Leto. But that doesn't mean anything. Jared Leto. Because that's not how... Put... So it's Leto. You think so? Jared Leto. Leto. Like L-A-Y-D-O. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Jared Leto is... <laughs> Jared Plato. He's somebody that I acknowledge as like talented yeah but i can't think of five performances of his that i care about yeah he was in blade runner 2049 arguably the part of the movie that doesn't work the most yeah or not doesn't work just it's like why did they get him for that he didn't bring anything to it he was in a movie made by a belgian filmmaker called mr nobody and Uh then when uh nobody with um, with Bob Odenkirk and it came out. I kept calling it Mr. Nobody. Mm. And everyone was like, why are you calling it that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because of Jared Leto. There you go. You know, he's in uh, the Batman movie. Not the not really the Batman movie, but the uh, Suicide Squad. You is mean Jared the Batman Leto's... movie, Morbius. Jo- Jared Leto's the Joker. Remember how twisted it was? Yeah. So twisted. He's the one who says... Uh, we live in a society. We live in a society. Right. But he only says that because it got popular online and then Zack Snyder made him say it, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know either. I do. Actually, I've read a bunch on it, but I'm going to doubt myself. That's why you think... You that... inspire doubt in me. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I'm grateful for it. Sorry. Yeah, Keep I me humble. I I didn't realize that you needed me to keep you humble, but I will turn it up now. Oh, no. I don't want your ego to get out of control. Okay, were we going to do that uh, spinoff podcast where you just gaslight me for an hour? Podcast by Gaslight? Yeah. I think that's a really good idea for a podcast. I do, too. I don't know how to market it. I don't know how to do it. I mean, it sounds like um, like an extreme haunted house right. for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like the game. One of the first podcasts we did. Yeah. Where you would so, be like hundreds of podcasts ago. You would be playing. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I, loyal listeners probably don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it was one of the first ones. Though. Yeah. If you go back, I think I think it's still available. I don't it was think it's back fi- when we were like really lo-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Our mics didn't crackle. 
I mean, our mics did crackle. Right. Now well, they don't. We've started to record these on vinyl. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, this is vinyl. It's cool. We have a cylinder. This is wax. We have a cylinder yeah. spinning right between us. Yeah. So, you know, and then we take the vinyl and we rip it to a digital file and then mm-hmm. upload it at a lossy quality to YouTube. It costs a lot more money. I don't know why we do this. I, uh, are you keeping the we records? Do it. I know why we do it. We do it for the fans. For the fans. Yeah. Some fans. No, want... I, I, I break them in half <laughs> and then I melt them into bowls. Oh, I wish I'd asked that question before I let you have so you many of really them. You really shouldn't have invested in this. Why did I buy that tintype machine? Morbius. Morbius. Right. Well, it's, it'll, yeah, let's get. So what'd you think of it? I didn't care for it. Me neither. It was sort of a drag. We could end the podcast right now. I'll be honest. I don't like disliking the movie. <laughs> Yeah, kind of a shame. Yeah, I have a few thoughts. We could have the podcast. Maybe it we missed the opportunity. Really funny if we just we still have the choice. We can get you can if you want. Well, to. Well, we could play something after that. You could end the podcast right there. I could, and then we could make Morbius part two. Well, I could do a thing where I'm like, "Thanks for tuning in." Um, it's really you know, thanks for tuning in for our hundredth and <laughs> seven yeah. hundred. Our third anniversary. Our third anniversary episode. It's been great to have you. Yeah. Tune in next week, and then the podcast starts again. For Morbius. Yeah. Like, it's the same po- <laughs> Like, we didn't actually end the podcast. Yeah, it's just sure. like a bit. That's, yeah, it's good. It's good. You can just do exactly what you did. I just, I'm actually not going to do anything. I'm just going to let this play. Just let it, yeah, maybe yeah. play some music over the stuff between yeah. that and this. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah. maybe then play some music over me talking right now. Yeah. But nobody wants, still going to hear you. You don't want to see. Yeah, absolutely. But don't. the music's just a little too loud. When you, when, so. you, when you go to the magic show, right. you know that David Copperfield's not going to die. You mean um, David Blaine? Well, David Copperfield was a much bigger deal than David Blaine. Before yeah, but David Blaine's whole act is trying to commit suicide. Listen, the one time I went and I saw David Copperfield once. Yeah. And he cut himself in half with an industrial saw that he lost control of. It was terrifying. But at the same time, you kind of know he's not going to die. Yeah, that's a pen and Teller. Then he wound time backwards on stage. Oh. So everything rolled itself back so he together. he did time travel. Well, he didn't time travel. Yes, he did. We time traveled. You did. Around him. Oh. We went backwards. And he stopped himself from getting in the machine. This sounds fucking awesome. It was... It's one of the only things I can remember from my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really like an incredible Everything's sight. just darkness. Right. Until David Copperfield. Yeah, I have a few mem- memories that are that are not uh, Copperfield related. Yeah, a few. And are they David Blaine tricks? Yeah, <laughs> him floating in a balloon yeah. <laughs> into the sky and I then down. The, I thought the yeah, I thought the best David Blaine <laughs> trick was when he held his breath. Oh yeah, that was really yeah. So yeah, historically, magicians have tried to get the audience to hold their breath. Mm-hmm. David, He's like, I'm going to do it. David Blaine said, I can do that. Yeah. Better. <laughs> I saw him do magic tricks really. I, I saw him, uh, old videos of him doing street magic. I mm-hmm. think he was incredible at it. Oh, yeah. He must have just gotten so bored. I once watched him. Um, again, I've never seen him in person. He's never allowed me to get that close. But yeah. uh, <laughs> He keeps you at an arm's length. Like, I, I, you, yeah. try, you try to catch David Blaine. Like with your... You mind. try to catch David Blaine. <laughs> Madeline. Okay. When he's falling from the balloons. Good luck. <laughs> you can't. You can't catch David Blaine. I know. He's like a. He's like a, a shimmer. He's like. He looks like water on a hot day. Yeah. He's not there. 
It's- One of my favorite things that I've ever seen is he did um, a magic special that was all him going into celebrities' homes. And this doing is, tricks. It's a special, so it's not just the regular magic. I'm pretty sure it was made by Harmony oh, Corinne. I was actually about to talk about this, I think. Yeah. Because he went and he ate a bunch of lizards. Yes. In front of David Beckham. Yes. That's the This is the this is that. The greatest you know you know what my favorite movie is? is the it? Prestige. Oh, okay. I, I was thought you were gonna say Bend it like Beckham, but sp- no. Yeah. I've never seen that. <laughs> or um uh, Rango. Rango. Lizards. Lizard movie. Yeah, I got it. I see I saw it. That I've seen, you know, because you know who directed Rango. Uh, yeah, that's why I brought it up. Goddamn for Binsky. <laughs> okay, but yeah, The Mexican, mm-hmm. another for Binsky movie. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's so good. Is it's... that Pierce Brosnan? Nope. Well, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I do. Is it like The Matador? The Matador is a Pierce Brosnan film, that's... but that's not even the one you're thinking of. No, that is. I don't think it is. Are you sure? Because I think he made a movie. It was something like the the Argentine or something. Oh, where he was a spy you know, based on a yeah. B- that book. is that is the one I'm thinking of. The Tailor of Panama mm-hmm. also has that I've seen. I have you've seen yeah. that too. We could talk about it. that's actually a pretty neat movie. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it, or the podcast would be nonsense. Yeah, Which Jeffrey is, Rush is in it. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush I like is Jeffrey also Rush. in uh, the, the Pirates of the Caribbean of Hill House. And you know who directed the Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, Gore Verbinski. Gore, goddamn Verbinski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, Jeffrey Rush is the one, what is it? It's the one where he's like a crazy man who has a mansion. Yeah, that is. There were two movies that came out at the same time. The one Haunting. was called The Haunting, and the other was The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. It's not The Haunting of Hill House. The Haunting, I think, was the, the one that had Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's The Haunting. And then the other one is him. C- Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. And The, the Haunting is had, the one where Owen Wilson gets killed by a chimney. And is Chris Kattan in it? Uh, as like a realtor or a ben- like an executor? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I those two movies are one movie in my head. They I came cannot, out at the same time. It yeah. was very challenging. Yeah. It was that I, was stupid. I like both. But neither is good. I don't think I've seen The Haunting. Mm-hmm. One there was one where there's a lot of um, and this is going to sound very quaint, but uh, when it came out there was a lot of attention paid by the press to the CGI. Yeah. Because CGI was still kind of like a that was probably the haunting weird thing, uh-huh. and yeah. it was like they all this. It was like they were using CGI to um, simulate. It's the house on Haunted Hill. That's what it's fucking Frost. Called. You're right. The yeah, Hill House is like a the haunting totally of Hill House was in Netflix. Yeah, that's a Mike series, Flanagan. Which I actually oh, wait, really no, it's not Mike Flanagan. It Mike absolutely Flanagan. is Mike Flanagan. It is Mike Flanagan. Yeah, there we it's go. It's got Carla Gugino and his wife, yeah. who looks like young Carla Gugino playing Carla Gugino's daughter. There we go. And then Mike Flanagan, I think, might have directed the next, whatever, who cares? Yeah, doesn't matter. He directed so anyhow, Carla Gugino in a movie that we talked about on the pod way back at the beginning. Yeah, that's a Mike Flanagan. Yeah, Gerald's Game. Yeah, that's His wife's another, in that also, another playing a young Carla Gugino. The longtime listeners. Yeah, those are, mm-hmm. those are uh, we want to reward you guys. <laughs> I mean, we appreciate everybody, especially the people that were with us in the pandemic. Yeah, well, House on Haunted Hill is the better one because... Jeffrey Rush is in it, and it was di- directed by Bill Malone. Is that the one that has like a an, like it's like an insane asylum in the basement? Yeah. yeah, and they have to stay there overnight, and then they get and all the, that guy's money. And, and Tan is like, yeah, my my grandfather owned the place. He thought yeah. you, if you if if you could scare a sane man into insanity, you yeah. could scare an insane an insane, an insane man, man insane. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah Chris Kattan's like good looking in that movie, and it's really uncomfortable because yeah, he, he's yeah. not normally, and I'm not used to feeling that way. It's 
It's probably a high water mark in the Katanaverse. Yeah. So David Blaine goes to Harrison Ford's house. Oh man, Harrison Ford, not a fan of mischief. No, and he's in Harrison Ford's kitchen doing card tricks with him. Right. And Harrison Ford is as far away from David Blaine as he can be without not being in the room. Mm-hmm. And the man is high off his gourd. He's so stoned. And Harrison Ford. Yeah, and he very clearly was high off his gourd. Yeah, he hates every second of the experience and so blaine does a trick and then ford goes get the fuck out of my house but it's kind of played like he's supposed to be joking he's not Mm -mm. it's one of the best things i've ever seen i don't want a warlock in my house either yeah i gave you the benefit of the doubt you brought these cameras in here Mm -hmm. so speaking of warlocks morbius let's talk about morbius some more um I could have made it better, right? This is. The, I think I could have made it better. I never feel that way. Yeah, about this is, I was about to say it's a rare feeling where I yeah. s- walked out and said, "Boy, I could have really trimmed it, tuned that up, trimmed it, trimmed it so that it didn't have." There, there's not that much fat on it, really, no. because every scene it accelerates toward the conclusion. But it, the problem is, every scene is not the part you'd want to be watching of that story. Yeah, and, and like I feel like. Looking at a movie and like criticizing that movie from a point of view of like, oh, this is what I would have done or I w- it should have been like this is antithetical to constructive film criticism. Right. It's bad. It's it a sort bad of way to point. talk about movies. If you wouldn't look at a painting and say, I would have made it different. Yeah. I would have put more people in it. Yeah. And what a, lot of, a lot of you know people think that's how you're supposed to criticize movies. You're not. You're supposed to look at it as what it is. And this is one where I look at it and I'm like... It would have been so easy. It was a skeleton that was compelling. Mm-hmm. And they just seemed, they felt like every time they had a choice, yeah. they chose the wrong, yeah. less interesting angle. It's so bad. It almost feels intentional. Like they're like, well, what could we do in front of a green screen with CGI? So that we don't have to do anything major. Yeah, and I don't want to criticize the movie's special effects because I would. Some I would of them be, are okay. I liked it. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed the wisp. He, when he's in vampire mode, he moves with this sort of like I, I wish sonic they had whisper. Explained it more than him waving his hand around for a moment. Yeah, but you know, I don't even need the explanation. He didn't talk about bats at all. No, just see a bunch of CGI bats. He's like, bats, they're great, and that's it. These bats are my brothers. Yeah. It's like, tell me about the bats. I love, well. Bats are adorable. Show me a real bat. At one point, he does a couple bats, like, fly on to him and yeah. acknowledge him as one of their own. Yeah. I thought that was actually very cute. Yeah. I like those little guys. Uh-huh. Um, things I would I would change. I would cut out all of the police in- interest. <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand who that was meant to appeal to. Were they supposed to be the audience stand-in? No, they're in other Marvel movies. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Which ones? They're in Venom. No. Aren't they? No. Venom is set in San Francisco. This is Yeah, and they say when they first show up, they're like, this is like what happened in San Francisco. I'm pretty sure those characters are in other Marvel movies. Well, then I have notes for two movies. Yeah. If they're not, then I don't understand why they're there. They didn't need to be. I've looked it up a little bit on on the internet since we saw it. And Mm -hmm. apparently that's a character from the comic books. The uh, the guy's name is Tyrese, right? Yeah. Um, But boy, he didn't need to be in it. It just didn't. 
advance the play. It's oh man, you might be right. It strains credibility. Mm-hmm. It actually, uh, what's the what's the phrase? Uh, we, you need to have a willing suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Every time they showed up, that evaporated because uh, it's impossible that they could indict Nobel Prize winner. You're right. Dr. Michael Morbius, MD, PhD, on the basis of the evidence of a boat in international waters with a bunch of vampire victims. Like, mm-hmm. it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. None of that. The fact that he was in a prison at any point was bizarre. It was. It just dragged the whole movie. Like, this is a movie about a man who turns himself into a, a creature. Yeah. Like a like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, basically. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they don't really spend any time considering the effect that would have on someone of a person of his intelligence. I yeah. mean, they kind of pay lip service to it, but boy, <laughs> what an indifferent movie. It's just disappointing. And then somehow his buddy gets it. They don't even show you his buddy. And he had it to have it like injected into one of his very specific vertebrae. So it really doesn't make sense that this guy figured it out. It's almost implied that he's drinking it out of a flask. I'm really not sure. Yeah. Like, what is the significance of that flask? I think. Well, I thought that was blood. Oh. Because you got to well, drink blood. They didn't make that clear at no. all. It was just weird. His, his poor girlfriend, doctor friend, uh, spends much of the movie yeah. in peril or unconscious, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a, like a. It's a lame thing to it's do. It's a little one weird. female character. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. As we walked out of the theater, I said it felt like a movie that was made in the nineties before people started paying to see superhero movies. So, you know, they figured they'd spend a little money on the rights, cash out for a little bit more, and let it be and, and recoup it on video or whatever. Yeah. But now it, it sort of feels like a real peculiar lost opportunity, especially when you got an Academy Award winning Jared Leto in the, in the starring role. And yeah, Matt You were right funny. about the cops, by the way. They no. are not in other Marvel movies. I know they're not in the Venom They movie. just show up, I yeah. guess. And are you're supposed to? You're right. Who do they represent? Are they the on the internet? Somebody said that they're the FBI, or they claim to have been the FBI. But I don't think the FBI would investigate no. a ghost ship. No, thirteen miles off the coast of, <laughs> of Long, Long Island. Island. <laughs> I wonder which direction. I guess out to sea. You know, is it Europe. off of Montauk or is it off of like? You could see that boat like from Long Island from Queens. Yeah. And I'm going to reiterate, I did not realize International Waters was that close. And I believe that we could swim there. 13 miles in open sea yeah. is very challenging. I cannot believe that you are wimping out now. You've bragged so much about your ability to swim long distances. <clears throat> I believe I could do it. Okay. But I would like, I would like to train for it all right i have no shame i i'm i'm a potent swimmer powerful Mm -hmm. swimmer i was a lifeguard i was on the swim team yeah but i'm also the largest i've ever been and uh i guess fat floats yes you're more buoyant yeah so as long as the fish don't come for me Mm -hmm. or the you know the other creatures the deep well how's this let's rent a boat and do an episode in international waters do you want to go 13 miles out in an inflatable craft yes and then destroy that craft while we're out there? Yeah. And then, well, what about the podcast equipment? We'll put it in the cloud. In a plastic bag. That's right. 
That was, yours, was, yours made more sense. Yeah, yours was the internet. I thought you just meant the podcast. No, no, no. That will be saved on a hard drive. You mean the the, the wax cylinder? Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. I'll be honest. And this I mean, is another great. This is another gripe that I had with the mm-hmm. another gripe that I had with the movie. On a boat, it would be very difficult to maintain the level. Um, <laughs> Level space. Yeah. You'd need to, I think, uh, correctly operate a centrifuge. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? It's nonsense. It's real bad. It's just so weird to me that he, one, supposedly goes to Costa Rica. You see it for 30 seconds. The movie opens with a helicopter landing in Costa Rica. Yeah. But, like, there's no context. It's not interesting. It's just, like, I mean, clearly they didn't want to go to Costa Rica. So they're like, let's just do this. And then it'll be one scene, and that's it. And and then he comes back, and then he goes out to internet. Like, it just, I, I don't understand the And timeline. they talk about bats as though bats are flying piranhas. Yeah, and like, they're one not. Of these would, bats would normally destroy a man, and but they think of me as their brother. I'm like, bats don't destroy people. No, I not. used to, I had, we had a swimming pool when I was, like, Growing up in high school, yeah, and we I'd stay in the swimming pool till dusk to watch the bats fly over. Right. Like bats are great. Well, bats are fine. No, but they're not. I love bats. I wish bats. I had Austin. Uh, what were we talking? Who was from Austin? Something was happening in Austin. Austin, Texas. Yeah, I don't know. We brought it up earlier. COVID. There's a lot of bats. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> Well, bats and COVID. We are COVID in Austin. Right I now. did speculate yeah. after seeing the movie that they held it until COVID had re- because of the bat stuff. A little because yeah. bats were a big part of uh, yeah. The, the I I actually the species ender. I imagine that you're right. Yeah, especially because I'm sure they're making a lot of the money in bats. You know. No, I was going to say in China. Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah, I imagine I mean, Morpheus is, is doing better internationally. Trying, yeah. to drain a bats. DNA, like this is basically yeah. a movie about you exploiting a bat virus. Yeah, like he's doing bat testing. It's like bat Spider Man, which like a lot of people were saying that's what China was doing. Yeah, and so let's just hold off until maybe everybody's cool. People, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, the the public's appetite for Morbius, yeah. will be greater than the public's fear. Do you think we're gonna get flagged for COVID misinformation for like doing this? No. No. I don't think Should anyone... I put a beep every time I say COVID? No. Could I put like use like a word over it? Like Lado. <laughs> I, I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't know that it'll help with our listener comprehension. I mean, I don't think anything will. That's true. They only play this podcast and <laughs> People don't. <laughs> people listen to this to fall asleep. That's that true. when we polled our listeners, yeah, they all yeah, fell asleep. They all fell asleep. Not one of them finished the poll. <laughs> no, they all slept in the poll. <laughs> we shouldn't have put a time limit on that poll. They shouldn't have let us into their house. They really shouldn't have let us in their houses. No. Yeah. Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Do you want to see it again? I would. I kind of would too. I like going to the movies. Okay, so I wrote down three things. Okay, yeah. Why talk about it? I've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because of my uh, in. It, it became like an in joke that I couldn't let go. Mm-hmm. The credits art. Didn't it suck? Yeah. 
Wasn't that weird? It looked bad. It looked like a credits. It looked, and by credits art, like over the opening credits, yeah. there's this uh, digital art, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and all it is is like a pink beam <laughs> with the letter M <laughs> dropping, I think, from, from the top of the frame to the bottom. I wonder if that was like... And then they used the same yeah. se- graphic sequence mm-hmm. to close out the movie. As though they thought they were like they told the graphics department, it's a, uh, it's like Tron. Yeah, give me something for like a Tron movie, but make it pink. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, part of me is like, do you think that was some like default graphic in Adobe Premiere, like a like a public domain art? Yeah, I, I certainly hope that's the reason. It, I hope they didn't spend money on money that. on that. Yeah. I almost would. I don't. I'm not gonna see it again. Let me just dispel that. I don't recommend anyone see it. It's no, not that interesting. It's really bad. It's a, It's not even. And it's. It's like the worst kind of bad because yeah. it is just it's this boring like bad, dull bad. Mm-hmm. There's a few lines that made me smile. And, I mean, after it becomes a vampire, needs eight people. He's you know dictating yeah. the findings to you his little word. You know his little. Uh-huh. A recorder. He's like, in, cer- in certain respects, this has been a complete success. Like, in certain, I want to say in certain respects about everything now. Well, I think the movie was funnier and they cut it out. Because there's a joke in the trailer that's legitimately funny and they cut it out of the movie. You, you, I don't recall. He's like um, going to, to, to steal the weird lab. There's, for some reason, he just finds this like money printing he overhears drug lab. A guy. Yeah. Passing around mm-hmm. counterfeit $100 bills. <laughs> and he thinks to himself, that's where I shall make my genetics lab. Yeah. And, and then Which he breaks also, his arms. Why does he, I guess he makes something there. He but makes, like, the, he makes the, the, the poison. It's really odd. But anyhow, in the trailer, he's like beating those guys up in the lab or like scaring them away. And one of them is like, who are you? And he goes, I'm Venom. And then he goes, just kidding. It's me, Dr. Morbius. And, like, that's funny. And then they cut it out of the movie. I don't know if they did. I think that is in the movie. They cut out the second part where yeah. he says, I'm, it's me. Oh, just kidding. It's me, Dr. Michael Morbius. Yeah. Like, that's the funny part. The I'm Venom part isn't funny. Who the hell are you, man? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. All right, so you're right. Yeah. I think that there probably was a little more mm-hmm. lightness to it. Yeah. Um, the female lead, I guess. Right. right? There's three leads, basically. Yeah, who's in a, a movie I love, The Belko Experiment. Oh, really? Yeah. She's in that? Yeah, she's the, the kind of romantic interest of the main character in The Belko Experiment. Uh, she- have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. I've did seen, I make you watch that? No, or did I've you seen do that on, on your own. End, okay. I've seen the end of it. I never actually saw it, but in oh, years. That's one of the, there's like a list of movies where I could watch it anytime. Yeah. And my list cable. is weird because everyone else is like Indiana Jones. And I'm like, the Belco experiment. If you put the Belco experiment on, I will sit there and watch it. I would I guess another is Event it. Horizon. Um, it used to be. No, Event Horizon, I think I, I need to be in the mood for. But mm. Sunshine, I could watch anytime. Okay. Yeah. Sunshine's pretty good. Yeah. And that moves along pretty fast. And then, um, like, Elle and Showgirls, which are both Verhoeven what films. What is it, Elle? Elle is one of his more recent movies. It's a movie he did before Benedetta, which is the, the lesbian like nun sex. It's great. Um, but it's about Isabella Rossellini, and she gets... Wait, it's not Isabella That's Rosalini. not her. Oh, my God. Ugh. 
this I'm going to cut. It's, uh, I have a shirt that says her name on it. Wow. It is Isabel. No. No, it is. Schobert. No. Uh, Hubert. Hubert? Yeah, Isabel Hubert. Hubert? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Hubert. 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 Yeah. That beautiful French pronunciation. Isabel Hubert. (laughs) Hubert. (laughs) Yes, it is Isabel Hubert. Um, She gets sexually assaulted in her home. That's like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And... Then she's just like, okay, well, I guess I got to go about my life now. And she just has the craziest life. Um, Because of that? No, but she's sort of trying to figure out who did it because the person who did it was like masked. Mm. And she like suspects that someone like close to her. Yeah. Yeah, But um, she owns a video game like studio. And so she's like, is it one of the guys who works in my video game studio, you know, um, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she also, uh, uh, her her father was like a horrible criminal and like. Could it be him? Not not could it be him because he's in jail, but like, yeah. could it be someone who hates her because of that? And like, yeah, I got but it. it's, um, it's. Just a very, very, very dark comedy. Well, well, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised to hear and comedy. It's a, it's a very, very, dark, very dark comedy about like. I guess Verhoeven usually makes comedies, though. Actually. Yeah, RoboCop is a comedy. It's French. Total Recall is a comedy. Yeah, this is a French. Is it one. French or is it Dutch? This he movie is French. It's very French. Okay. Yeah. I saw the one that he did. Uh, Black. I think it was called Black Book. Black Book. Yeah. Smart Book. Yeah. That was that 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 was that when I was in, in uh, law school. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. Pretty good. Yeah, all his movies are yeah. pretty open about sex, though. L is kind of in the the kind of black book um, portion yeah. of his career. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. It's very recent. It's like 2017. Are we talking about him? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I think the reason we started talking about him is that you said oh, the, the actress. The lady. The lady's name I should know. Yeah, she's in the Belco experiment. Mm -hmm. Well, um, she was fine in this. Actually, I think she was great. She didn't have much to do. She was good on screen. She was good. She she was one of the few people that was sort of human, Mm -hmm. frankly. Um, She... Somebody... Her name is um, Adria Arjona? Arjona? Okay. Adria Arjona. She is... Um, vampired at the end. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. Either going to need more explanation or not. Yeah. Somebody on the internet suggested that, that uh, they probably intend. So we're going to spoil. I'm going to spoil the end of the movie. We did already. Matt Smith, the doctor, becomes yeah. a vampire mm-hmm. <clears throat> like Morbius. And Morbius creates three, I think, or maybe only two. Poison vials. Right. right? Is yeah. Because he intends to kill Matt Smith mm-hmm. and then to kill himself so mm-hmm. that he doesn't chase and eat people. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, his, I guess, romantic partner, I think they kiss. I think they kiss. I think they're actually sort of romantically involved. Mm-hmm. She's in mortal peril, dying. Right. He kisses her, and it looks like she bites his lip, mm-hmm. and, they, and they emphasize that a drop of his blood falls into her mouth. Yes, that does happen. Right. 
And and then the end happens. He gets Matt Smith with the vial, kills him. What vampire rules is this following? I don't know. But, well, it's obviously just a mix of the DNA. But that strongly implies that anybody that he, like, wounds has the risk of becoming a vampire, which is, you know... Yeah. Dangerous. But so, so, so she, as the credits start to like speed up, Mm -hmm. they cut to like five frames of her opening her eyes. Yeah. And so, what somebody on the internet, just some guy on Reddit, suggested was they probably intended for him to have that second vial and use it on her. Mm -hmm. But like in the plot, as a, just as a, a sort of a sad mechanic, like the plan is to get rid of my nemesis. And then myself. And now suddenly there's this other person mm-hmm. and, and he's like, she can't fix it. So I have to kill her. Like, I think, and I think there's something to that because mechanically that would have made sense. Yeah, but there's a now, lot of stuff in this movie that would have been smart. There's yeah. a lot of choices that would have been interesting yeah. that they just never follow up on. And so yeah. then it's just him out there walking around, mm-hmm. I guess, in the counterfeit lab. Yeah. I guess. Also, like the blood thing really bothers me. Because, because that's not how blood works. I or mean, the blue blood. Well, the blue blood's... Yeah, whatever. He invents blood. <laughs> he, he At the beginning of the movie, although we time jump a little because yeah. he's, this is, I guess, after he comes back from Costa Rica. He, he invented, he's winning the Nobel Prize. He invented blood before he went to Costa Rica, I think. He did that, yeah. Yeah, and because then he's they winning the Nobel Prize. They say that his blood has resulted in more lives saved than penicillin. Which they have a whole scene... That is him getting the Nobel Prize. And it's just them explaining that. Yeah. Like the scene is only to deliver that information right. that he made blood. He invented a blood. Well, also to let you know that he won the Nobel Prize. And then it cuts. It ends, right? Yeah, and we don't see it. We find out he later like, he turned it down. And they don't show that part. And that would have been so interesting to watch. Yeah, unless they couldn't think of a way to make it interesting. There's no way. They, Jared Leto could have done that. The only thing they thought about was delivering a small piece of information. And then they're like, oh, well, we can also just deliver the Nobel Prize information in another scene. And it also makes me think that the authors, by the way, I think the people who wrote this don't really, I don't think they I don't think they give a shit. No, because the Nobel yeah. Prize is a cash prize. Yeah. And so if the guy's trying to like find research funding, turning <laughs> There's down the Nobel no Prize. There's no reason why anybody would. Yeah, no, per- I don't know if anyone in history has ever turned down the Nobel Prize. Yeah. That's it's, it's possible. not a medal. I didn't look that up. Yeah. yeah. It's not just an honor. No. It's a real prize. Mm-hmm. Do you know who uh, who created the Nobel Prize? Uh, Nobel. Do you know his name? His first name? No, I don't. Alfred. It, Alfred Nobel. Alfred Nobel. Do you know, I like I did know. Do you know where the money came from? Where? He invented dynamite. And do you know why he created the Nobel Prize? Uh, because, to give it to himself. Because he was so disheartened that dynamite, which he thought would be used to help lay like roads and rail- railways, yeah. was immediately turned into a weapon. Yeah. And so the the blood on his hands, he mm-hmm. wants to try to re. He's trying to pay the world back. Yeah. And and this this was true in the nineties. I don't know if it's still true, but I guess I assume it is. The the money that's paid out is the interest that has accrued. On the sum that he put in, on the money that he earns selling, like from the sale of dynamite. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It is cool. Yeah. Cooler yeah. than Morbius. And they totally squandered all that. Frankly, if the movie Morbius was about that, yeah, it would have been. It would have been way better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, he's a man of science, right? Man of science. And he's willing to do 
like a legal horrible shit yeah. to cure his own disease. He's willing to have he's willing to do science on a boat. But he's not willing <clears throat> to drink a little blood from a human that was probably donated. You mean like rob a blood bank? Yeah. I mean, he has a blood bank in his office. Yeah, I know. For a movie He that's... walks in there and goes, oh, I can't drink the real stuff and grabs a blue bag, which like, it's so funny that the blood is... is Blue. That's it, just for our clarification. It, it, it makes it easier for us. just so we know he's not drinking real blood. Yeah. And it's like all, it's this weird moral thing, right? Yeah. Um, and the movie sort of just assumes, you know, well, that's the moral stance everyone should have. Yeah. And that's the reason we'll all agree with him. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that nobody that's going to see Morbius feels that way. Gives a shit about him not drinking human I'm blood. I'm almost confident that everyone going to see Morbius wants to watch him eat people. That is exactly what be, I it want. It would be very much yeah. like seeing a movie about a, a vampire called but Dracula. But I also just can't see a scientist who's willing to do crazy shit being like, I draw the line at... Hurting people. And it's not even hurting people. Yeah. it's I draw the line at consuming blood well i mean you hurt people by taking the blood not if they donated it but the people that the blood was meant to go to i mean he's oh okay I yeah another I guess. thing people on the internet are laughing about is yeah, that there's that little also, girl remember the little girl he considers himself a sick person therefore a blood donation sure for his illness fine i don't know why he can't consume the blood of cows yeah yeah, they never even talk about animals. Right. I would love it to be Morbius Chupacabra, just like sucking <laughs> on a cow. Sucking goats. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, what about the little girl? There's a little girl character. Do you remember her? She was sort of important initially because he was her doctor and she had the oh, same blood the dilemma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she, she just elapses into a coma. In fact, he puts her in he a coma. He puts her into a coma. And they never And they don't revisit that. that plot. They don't. No. They just, he puts the little girl in a Goodbye coma forever. and leaves. Better, she's better in a coma. <laughs> Trust me. I'm Nobel Prize if, winner. Yeah. Well, I guess in this movie, it's alternate reality. If I had a nickel for every time I thought that about someone. They'd be better off in a coma? Yeah. I'd have a dollar. You'd have a dollar? Yeah. Are you doing math? <laughs> Is that your math face? Yeah. <laughs> you no. Know, I'm just trying to think of how many people I've put in a coma. <laughs> Not that many. And then let's talk a little bit about the shitty ending. Because okay. uh, the very, very, like the post, they don't do a post credits because I think they wisely mm-hmm. don't expect people to stick around for it. Yeah. They do a. But they do two. They do. Two, two mid-credits, mid-credits that are early in the credits. Yeah. And the first one was something that was highly publicized in all of the ads. Yeah. To the point at which I thought it was part of the regular movie. It absolutely must have been. Yeah. But I don't know how that could have been because I the movie came out. I think it's more likely that they they saw the movie and went, this is terrible. Let's put Michael Keaton in the trailer. Yeah. The pandemic scrambled these, this, yeah. the sequence of all these Marvel movies. And this isn't really a Marvel movie. But Sony owns Michael the rights King, to the character that he plays. He's in the first or second first Spider-Man. of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. First. Okay. He's in the Homecoming. I think yeah, he's called. Falcon Man or whatever. The Vulture. Okay, yeah. I keep calling him Falcon Man. Falcon is the, another character. He's Captain America's buddy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's another. The Falcon and Winter Soldier was a Disney Plus show. Oh, so Falcon is a character. Yeah. Just not that one. That's right. 
well, they're all Falcon to me. But so, so Sony owns the rights to that. And I think Sony was just flexing back in 2020 that mm-hmm. they can stick that guy mm-hmm. who's now an established character in this movie in a side role because they own the rights. Yeah. And then that that uh, Spider-Man movie fractured the you know multiverse. Mm-hmm. And so they very clumsily mm-hmm. moved all the Michael Keaton stuff to post credits or mid credits, yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, it was really bad. It's it's as bad as it, I mean, it's not. It's only as clumsy as it could have been. An afterthought. It it's like obvious what it is, and then they like spell it out for you. Doctor Michael Morbius is like driving to a destination. Honestly, I on can't a GPS. stop thinking about like the vision of the the GPS, and it's just a line that he's following. And it's going up into the corner where it has the time or two twelve, and it just. Like, I looked at that, and what that read to me was as he was driving to 212. He's driving to 212. Like, this is what it looked like. Because nobody of, thought about what should this look like. And he gets out of the car, and mm-hmm. there's nothing there. And he looks around, like, huh, nothing here. And then Michael Keaton's the vulture blasts in on yep. his metal wings from the Spider-Man. Which we have no idea where he got those. Because he, he wakes up in prison. Yeah. So it's not even like Michael he Keaton's character. He didn't exist in the universe. No. Therefore, his bird suit didn't exist in the universe. And he was transported after being imprisoned in the other universe. So it's not like he he was operating the machine. No. When he got transported he got, and the machine yeah, he doesn't showed, have knowledge of Spider-Man because it's made of metal. He shows up in a prison wearing a different colored prison jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. As like, oh, this place got better food than the other one. As though he understands what's happening. <laughs> Which is so weird. God. And then he come and he flies in. He's like, I have I don't know exactly what happened, but I bet Spider-Man's to blame. <laughs> but Spider-Man hasn't been demonstrated to exist in the Morbius universe. Yup. But Morbius seems to acknowledge the existence of Spider-Man. He doesn't raise an eyebrow. No. Because I guess Venom might be a thing. Well, Venom is because he says he's Venom. So maybe he thinks that he's talking about Venom about and calls Venom? him Spider-Man. That would be very funny. Yeah. I would call Venom Spider-Man. Hey, Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's even like weirder because the Venom post credit scene. I didn't see the Venom movie. But the oh, Venom I've movie. Seen, I've seen with the, uh, I saw the first Venom movie, yeah. but I didn't see the second one. Yeah. It has him do the blink thing too. Yeah. But he's really confused and upset about it. Right. And at the end of the Spider-Man movie... It just oh, blink, he blinks back out. Just shoes him right off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it leaves a little bit of the venom there. So and it I, implies that I he spent know. a whole weekend getting drunk trying to understand what's happening. Yeah. 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 And that's and Michael Keaton immediately knows where he is and why. It somehow correlates. Well, so, venom spends a whole weekend drunk at a resort, confused. <laughs> not figuring it out. Yeah. Man, I... This sucks. Yeah, it's what a shame because I really do think I could have made it better. And that's yeah. stupid. I mean, I can't believe I wrote police presence felt pointless. I, I that Tyrese's character gets mm-hmm. a close up, like a glamour shot at the end of this movie. Like looking <laughs> up at the end of this movie, the two vampire men, the two living vampires fight, one dies, mm-hmm. and a giant flock of bats. I think they're called, I don't know if it's a flock, but a, you know. A it's bat. A gaggle. Get, no, that's wrong. A murder. A murder of bats. A murder of bats. Well, you know, that's what it, It's gross. Yeah. yeah. So this this gargantuan cloud of bats swirls up out of the ground where two vampires have been fighting. And one vampire is carried off in the air by the bats. Mm-hmm. And the policeman looks at them like, I'll get you. It, to what end? Yeah. Could you even tell me what crime he committed? <laughs> what? 
it's also like yeah, it's, it's too one many of the last shots of the movie pre credits. Yeah. And it's just like giving this weight to the cops that they never had. That cop would be lucky if he never got killed by Morbius. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, Morbius is going to drink gonna get. his blood. He, he, there's a scene where Morbius flies up the center column of a building mm-hmm. and the cop runs up and is there. <laughs> oh, too slow. And he arrests him, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somehow he arrests the guy who's like faster than bullets. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Morbius goes in jail and then he just punches out. Which is like, why didn't you fly out? Why didn't you just go someplace else? Yeah, why didn't you just not get arrested? Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. Morbius. Lesbius. You blew it. Yeah. You really blew it, Morbus. More Dr. Morbos. Dr. Morbo. Well. I guess that's enough. I think that's enough. Yeah, I, I wish so it like, was better. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to change my Twitter tag. I don't want to be associated with Morbius anymore. Yeah. Because now it's not this dumb thing that's maybe going to be fun. Now it's this dumb thing that... Isn't fun. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I'll well, find something new. Anything else? No. Is, what are we going to talk about next week? I don't know yet. No, we don't know yet? Do, well, is there a movie that's interesting? There's a lot. I don't know if there is. Yeah, there might not be. We might have to do Morbius again. We might do Morbius. Uh-oh. Yeah, more. <laughs> more Morbius. Reconsidering Morbius. Yeah. What was the um the bit we wanted to do? I was reconsidering something. That was Morbius. It was Morbius? Oh, well, what do you consider it? Well, giving it a second thought. It wasn't very good. Yeah, I feel Even the same. Even on second thought. Yeah, it's bad. It's not... I don't I don't want you to spend money to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if you don't spend money to see it. Yeah. Like, I, guess I, I mean, if you've got one of those passes where you could do the Regal or the AMC, just you could just go anytime. If you could be drunk. And you could be drunk. You could go. Yeah. But it's not fun. You won't enjoy it. You won't have a good time. It won't make you smile. No. It might make you cry. Yeah. Go see X instead. On the bright side, it's only an hour and 44 minutes long. Yeah. But this is a movie that really would have been better if it was two and a half hours long and yeah. they just took their time and told the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, X is uh, an hour 46, I That's think. That's great. So, yeah. That's breezy. Yeah, do that instead. Do that instead. And make sure you watch the post credit scene uh, on X because oh, it has correct? a very good one. Yeah? Yeah, which I actually think might... No, I won't say anything. Good. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Thanks for tuning Madeline in again. Madeline and Morbius. Yeah. yeah, Madeline and Morbius. Reconsider Her Morbius. doctor. <laughs> God, imagine if your doctor was Michael Morbius. I... And he just put you in a coma and that's his only move. Yeah, and then you wake up and he's in prison Yeah, because of the bat murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, well, it seems like it probably wasn't a human man. Vampire Why is murderer. my doctor in prison? <laughs> like, well, there was a boat, you see, in international waters. <laughs> right, I don't... And then it showed up and there was a bunch of deflated bodies Sucked in Sucked dry. Yeah, and he we just decided... 72 ounces or 12 ounces. We just decided ounces. you did it. Yeah. That's it. Why? Because there was this uh, origami bat there. <laughs> okay. And you've got a goofy name. I've seen you do origami, sir. Yeah. You're under arrest. Yeah. Well, it is a realistic portrayal of the police. Mm-hmm. They don't need much more than They're that. They're really bad at it. Really bad. They're not they good. They didn't arrest the woman. Yeah. I guess he did call it an SOS. Mm-hmm. Stupidly. Yeah. He should have just saved the girl. All right. So moral of the story, never call in and never call the cops. I've never once called the police. Don't do it. That's not true. I used to call the police because people would park across my driveway. <laughs> I called the police because someone broke into my house and stole a check for 
$1,400. Do you think it was Morbius? I do. <laughs> I have it on video, too. We have, we have cameras at the mailbox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like well, eight cops showed up, too. It was wow. weird. And they're, they just wanted to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Slow no. news day. All right, Morbius. <laughs> Thanks, Morbius. Good night, sweet prince. All right. Good night. Good night. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service.